Welcome to the Creatrix Podcast. My name is Katie Williams and I am an intuitive healer and feminine embodiment coach. It is my pleasure to guide women into stepping into their most conscious, unbound, magnetic self. This podcast is designed for you to have a sacred container in which you can begin exploring the divine feminine power that lies within you. I'm so grateful to have you here and let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Creatress Podcast. I'm so happy to have you all here. I have been in such a good mood this week because we just wrapped up the Iconic Feminine 7 week course. The ladies in the course did an amazing job. There were so many positive experiences that we all had together and it was such a joy to watch these women grow and to feel confident in their bodies. One of my students typed in a little comment in class that she had gotten her period with no pain. Um, We did a yoni connection exercise in week six and the women loved that and they said it made them feel just so feminine and relaxed and good in their bodies. So I'm still like on an emotional high from that. But today I wanted to talk about how working with feminine energy affects the body. So if you've looked into the concept of feminine energy and working with it, but you're kind of like, well, I need some scientific background so I can understand this. I got you. This is going to be a whole science lesson. I have my notebook here. So if you hear like crinkling of papers, I'm just making sure that I'm reading all the information that I have written down, making sure that I don't miss anything, and then we'll connect the two so that way you can get an understanding for what's going on in your body with your hormones and how working with feminine energy helps to produce and balance those hormones. Okay, so I wanted to start by saying that with any personal growth, we're developing new neural pathways in our brain. And basically, neural pathways are connections that are made between the neurons in our brain. So basically, when we make a new connection, they light up and they bond together. And then it starts to send different different signals to our body for how to react, to take notice of our environment, surroundings, things like that. And then uh, also, our DNA is affected by this as well. So a lot of times in spiritual personal development, we'll use energy healing techniques. And a lot of times in these energy healing meditations, we'll be working with light energies. Um, Those of you who are familiar with different intuitive practices know that we connect to the golden light from source energy to get connected to our intuition and the highest guidance, knowledge, healing, and wisdom. And then we connect to the pink energy from the earth to ground our body and our energies. So actually our DNA receives messages through light, which is so, so interesting. And our brain also does not know the difference between 
what we are seeing physically with our eyes and in our imagination. So we're, when we're in meditation with our eyes closed and we're visualizing these light forms, our DNA is taking that in. Our DNA is noticing that and extending signals throughout the body according to the light that is coming through. So light stimulates the protein binding in our DNA and it initiates DNA copying. So if you've never done like an energy healing before, but maybe you're familiar with meditation, Mm -hmm. then when you go into the energy healings where you're visualizing the light, then you can kind of just keep in mind like, okay, my DNA is actually perceiving this and my DNA is responding. So that's just a baseline thing that happens in any energy healing. And just knowing that our body is responding, even if maybe we can't feel it yet, our body is always taking in our surroundings, our environment, things like that. Okay, so let's get started on the female hormones and we'll get into the nitty gritty of it. So let me just take a look at my notes, find the starting point. I was just like, okay, let me make sure that I get every single piece of information written down so that way I don't miss a thing. Okay, so a lot of times when working with feminine embodiment, we'll learn how to connect to our intuition. And spiritually speaking, our intuition is related to our third eye chakra and the crown chakra. So we'll use our third eye to visualize things and then will associate our crown chakra with connecting to source energy and being a channel for receiving the messages that come through. So the different glands that are associated with the crown chakra are the hypothalamus, which is a gland in the brain that controls our hormone system. And it's the main link between our endocrine and nervous system. So This gland helps to control our body temperature, our mood, and hunger. And then there's the pituitary gland, which is located below the hypothalamus, which is part of the endocrine system. So the endocrine system is basically a messenger for releasing hormones into our bloodstream and into our circulation circulatory system and making sure that gets to the appropriate organs within our body. Okay, so uh, we have these two glands, hypothalamus and pituitary gland. And the pituitary gland is also mentioned a lot in intuitive development and um, spiritual healing. So that's a main part of the brain that we can focus on as well. Okay, let me pick a starting point. There's so much information to go over. So the hypothalamus creates a gonadotrophin releasing hormone. And basically what that does is it's released from the nerve cells in the brain and it controls the production of the follicle stimulating hormone and also the luteinizing hormone. And both of these hormones are produced in the pituitary gland. So basically what the luteinizing hormone does 
is it aids in maturing the egg and triggering ovulation. And then what the follicle stimulating hormone does is it stimulates the growth of the eggs and controls the menstrual cycle. So the follicle stimulating hormone is a glycoprotein gonadotrophin in response to the gonadotrophin releasing hormone that is released by the hypothalamus. So then from there, those hormones are released into the bloodstream. And then as we approach ovulation, the corpus luteum, which is a mass of cells in our ovaries, begins to form. And that produces progesterone. So as we're getting closer to ovulation, our progesterone levels tend to rise. And then another hormone that is produced is testosterone. And that is produced by the luteinizing hormone that travels to the ovaries. So we have these two main hormones that begin to be released and produced as we are approaching ovulation. And then the corpus luteum actually breaks down when the egg is unfertilized because the purpose of it is to maintain the uterine lining and to thicken it. So when an egg is not fertilized, then it'll break down and release. Now, the interesting thing here is that if we have higher levels of cortisol, which is what our body produces from the adrenal glands, which are endocrine glands on the top of our kidneys, then it can actually um, get in the way of the production of testosterone. And actually, when that testosterone is released as we are ovulating, that gives us like that boost in energy and a higher libido and sex drive. And we just typically have um you know like more of an energy that is outgoing during this time cortisol is a stress hormone and basically how it is stimulated is in the pituitary gland there is the adrenocorticotropic hormone which stimulates the production of cortisol so when cortisol levels tend to be higher then we can experience like that fight or flight response and today a lot of women are definitely like on the go hustling um some of us may have like a wounded heart in a sense right like if you've ever been through relationships where you've just gotten hurt like over and over again or if you have childhood trauma then your body can be trained to be in that fight or flight response which would then obviously increase those levels of cortisol and then from there, it can block that production of testosterone. And not only is testosterone affected, but also our progesterone levels. So when cortisol levels increase, our progesterone levels decrease. And again, our progesterone is created by the corpus luteum, which is a mass of cells that form on the ovary, which aid in the thickening of the uterine lining then the hormone estrogen which regulates our menstrual periods is also produced in the ovaries and then if we have low progesterone levels then that can actually lead to an estrogen dominance 
And when this occurs, it leads to an overgrowth of the uterine lining and that's what can lead to things like having heavy periods and obviously with heavier periods and just that hormone imbalance that we can experience some of the period symptoms that come up such as nausea, cramping, tiredness, things like that. Having low progesterone levels can also lead to irregular periods or absent periods. So a lot of what we do in feminine energy work and feminine embodiment work is training the body to feel calm and to counteract that fight or flight response. Because also what can happen with having a, a fight or flight response that is constantly occurring is that can overstimulate our vagus nerve, which is a nerve that runs from the brain to the large intestine. And the purpose of this nerve is to counteract the fight or flight response and to create that balance in our body. But when it becomes overstimulated, it can actually begin to um, decrease the oxygen levels to the brain. And then if that continues, that can lead to things like dizziness and fainting and that kind of thing, which I personally have experienced. If you guys are new here, then if you go back and listen to old podcast episodes, you'll hear my experiences of having painful periods when I was young. I used to get dizzy, pass out, have really bad constipation, and now my periods are amazing, pain-free, my hormones are balanced, and it's a good time over here now. And you'll also hear my story of having vaginismus, which is the involuntary clenching of the vagina, which can make penetration painful. So I was having pain during sex. I was also experiencing anxiety during sex. And then um, there's also an occurrence called a vasovagal response. It's also called a vasovagal syncope. And basically when the body is overstimulated by a certain trigger, then there's a sudden drop in heart rate and blood pressure, which leads to fainting and it tends to be a very stressful experience. So that's what I used to experience as well. So then when I started to work with my own nervous system and calm the body and learn to release inhibitions and to trust, that began to open up my body. Stress can have a really big impact on the flow of our feminine energy. And our feminine energy is the side of us that is creative, intuitive, free-flowing. And our masculine energy is the grounded, supportive, external side of us. And we all have masculine and feminine energy. However, the majority of the population either has a masculine core or a feminine core. The majority of men have a masculine core and the majority of females have a feminine core. And we can see how embodying these qualities affects our hormones because, of course, if a woman is constantly on the go, not allowing her body the time to rest, then we can see how starting from early on in the hormone production, 
how it can affect ovulation and periods. Again, when cortisol levels increase, which is the stress hormone, the progesterone levels can decrease, testosterone levels decrease, and then estrogen can become dominant. So when we start to regulate our nervous system, then we can begin to be open to receiving help from others or feeling trust in ourselves and our bodies. We can begin to let go and have more fun, which releases oxytocin, which is also so, so good for our bodies. And yeah, that's how it all connects together. The nervous system and regulating that is such a main factor in feminine embodiment and we work on that a lot through things like EFT tapping we do our energy healings and we journal and then we really get into our body we allow the feelings that we're harboring to come up and to release them so that way we are training our body to have a new reaction or no reaction at all and you can actually go back and listen to my podcast episode about how I healed my anxiety around weed and cannabis and there was no childhood trauma around it. It was just a trigger that kept coming up over and over again and I was able to rewire my nervous system for that to not occur anymore. We also do sensual movement, dance movement, that type of thing. And movement helps to balance out those estrogen levels. So there's a lot of different practices that we go into, but at the end of the day, it helps to balance the hormones. We get into our body, and yes, we are working with energetic things, but at the end of the day, we're all energetic beings, and energy is is the the basis for everything that we have in this universe and so when we start working with energy then we start creating new connections in our mind and when we create new connections in our mind then our body follows suit so i hope that this gives you a good idea of how the body is affected by healing feminine energy And I will see you guys in the next episode.